Hey guys, so we appreciate you tuning in and listening to the second episode, but we just needed to preface something real quick. The audio is a little choppy, and we are very, very sorry about that. We we definitely apologize. We added a new component to our computer, a USB-C uh, splitter, and we think that was probably the culprit. So please be patient. There's a lot of good information in this podcast that you're about to hear. So please just be patient and uh, bear with us on it. Now, Deanna also wanted to correct something that we uh, we forgot to correct uh, from the first uh, episode. And uh, Deanna, take it away. Yeah, the first episode I mentioned about the 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 jewels that was used in the dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, you said something about Jesus's headdress. Yeah, about Jesus's headdress, and I really wanted to say. It was the high priestess of the Jews that, that, that wore these garments with these elaborate uh, stones and uh, crystals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. When All the did, stones that yeah. we still use today. But it, it was basically the high priestess. Right. Okay. Great. Thank you. And enjoy the episode. Well, good evening and welcome back. My name is Ryan Evans. And I'm here with my co-host, Chaplain Deanna Barker. And together we are Mystic Misfits. And we'd like to welcome you back to another exciting and riveting episode, episode two. Uh, tonight's episode is about something that uh, we all experience, something we all have. Uh, it's an innate, uh, God-given ability for um, for every person. And that is the word intuition. And basically, what is intuition uh, and how you might experience it daily and use it daily as well and then how to reconcile it with your predisposed religious beliefs that you may have experienced growing up and uh, from family members and of course if you were uh, involved or active in um, a church uh, things like that etc so um, Deanne and I um, are uh, both spiritual experts in our own right. Deanna is a uh, chaplain, of course, uh, and then I've been doing uh, spiritual intuitive readings, uh, spiritual life coaching, uh, cardomancy, basically tarot card readings, uh, since I was 10 years old. So we're going to go ahead and just kind of dive into the episode, dive into what intuition is, and uh, go from there. So I want to start just a little bit about um, go, going over the definitions, the textbook definitions of what intuition is. So I'm going to start with, this is the, if you just Google the word intuition, of course Google has its own dictionary, um, um, Oxford languages, so um, the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. That's one definition of it. Uh, Dictionary.com states direct perception of truth, fact, etc., independent of any reasoning process. That's dictionary.com. And then a third definition, which I think is uh, Wikipedia, is intuition is the ability to acquire knowledge without recourse to conscious reasoning or needing an explanation. So it's pretty straightforward, but that's not necessarily easy for everybody to understand. Uh, or break it down. Uh, 
basically, and you're going to hear, and I'm sure you've heard a lot of different words. You may have heard the word psychic, of course, uh, used a lot. Uh, precognition, retrocognition. There are so many different um, elements, uh, or different words that can be used. Extrasensory perception is another one, ESP. Uh, many different words. Actually, I have a list here of um, of words. Uh, astral projection, automatic writing, energy medicine. Uh, just the word curse. Everybody's everybody's definitely heard the word curse, or we also use that as like curse words. So, fuck, shit, bitch, all of those good words. Um, psychic projection, mediumship, prophecy, which is also you know prediction. Uh, Pre, uh, uh, yeah, prediction, clairvoyance, clairaudience, uh, claircognizance, clairsentience, divination, of course, the cardomancy, dowsing, dream telepathy, um, psychometry, remote viewing, telepathy, uh, being able to see auras, or aura reading, the word channeling, which channeling and mediumship is kind of uh, one uh, one and the same, but there's there's even more specific words. Uh, words for specific skill sets out there but they all stem from the same umbrella term which is the term intuition and that's again we're going to be talking about so we don't want anybody to get confused a lot of these words uh, interrelate or they stem from um, one or two maybe three different terms so that um, like that psychic the word psychic precognition extrasensory perception and intuition but for for us uh, we definitely like to use the word intuition I think it's a kind of innocuous word for most people because some people think that the word psychic is just a very specific skill set and being able to be a mind reader but that's not necessarily true and uh, there's many different um, subcategories that go under the word psychic many different skill sets but the same thing is with intuition and so they're just kind of inter interrelated. So, Deanna, with that said, I know you've done a lot of studying um, on on the term intuition. I know you've uh, you've researched a lot of a lot of different things and trying to find intuition in the Bible and things like that. But before we go into that, I wanted to ask you, what do you feel uh, in in all of your years of experience? What do you feel intuition is? Uh, it's a feeling. Hmm. Inner knowing, mm-hmm. that's what I would say. It's a simple definition that I can remember and, and what I feel it is. Right, it's just a simple um, internal gut feeling. And, the, and when we break down that word, right, uh, the term of it, to me it's always the dreams, the deja vu, the gut instincts, the premonitions, um, the possible visions that you might have, the daydreaming as well. Um, and then you, of course, that idea of mediumship, and the word mediumship has been around and been in use for a long, long time, centuries, um, possibly going back a millennia or two. So that, uh, that word has been in use for a long time. But the intuition is just, the, again, that umbrella term, and it's that, those basic foundational things for all of us. Because a majority of people dream. And some people, I know, they don't remember their dreams. They don't think they dream, but they definitely dream because that whole idea of the notion of rapid eye movement, REM sleep, uh, is definitely going into a dream state. I know uh, 
will dream. Uh, and then most people have these gut instincts. Well, but what is a gut instinct? I know for me a gut instinct is possibly when I encounter somebody like I, I'm not really sure about their character or their intentions right this may not be a, a good person or potentially you find yourself whether it be in the city or you know, somewhere in, like here in Fort Worth you're walking down the street you, you see a dark area you get kind of this eerie feeling like oh maybe I should not go down there <laughs> go down that right. path right let's not go into that way that that that's definitely something in inside of you telling you that there could be some danger down there right so those are just a few examples of the of the gut instincts possibly is when you meet somebody and instead of having type of fear or trepidation it could be wow there's some kind of unusual feeling that i get about this person in a good sense a positive sense like maybe i've known them before there's a familiarity there um and that could potentially spark something if there is a connection and the your two individuals are talking that could spark something of a you maybe a love interest or something that's another part of how intuition uh may work so do you have any examples from just your own experiences? my intuition comes from the, like the pit of my stomach mhm yeah I know somebody i can i can tell if they're bs in me or mhm so those those types of situations definitely intuition plays a role oh yeah intuition I think, plays a role daily for everybody uh, and it could just be as well like you even people that like live in a city i was just in chicago uh, a couple of weeks ago and you know i'm pulling out the google maps and stuff trying to just walk down the street to get to us but you know like a restaurant or something like that but sometimes when you're not using Google Maps, for example, or a GPS system, and you may know your city and your environment, but sometimes you wanna, your intuition's telling you, let me walk maybe down this street to get there instead of the normal route that you might go. That's another type of intuition. Is this like, well, why do I wanna walk down this street? You may not know the answer, it's inexplicable, but you just need to go down that street and perhaps you meet somebody that you needed to see or you see a particular store that you didn't know was there it, there's not a specific reason as to why but you may not know that until at some point later down down the timeline as to why you needed to go down that way yeah yeah um <clears throat> well the bible doesn't specifically address intuition it does provide wisdom on discernment and seeking guidance from God. That it does do. And I found 27 plus biblical verses about intuition or um, discernment and seeking guidance from God. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of them are Proverbs 2, 6. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Well, in this verse, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding are essential components of intuition. As believers, we can seek God's guidance and rely on his wisdom to discern and make wise decisions. Mm -hmm. So, um, another one is a favorite of mine. It's John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, 
He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit in, in this verse, our helper, enables us to have spiritual insight and understanding. Through his guidance, we can tap into the death of intuition and be led by the truths of God's word. So that's how that's how you can reconcile intuition with your biblical beliefs. So there are 27 uh, verses that you have found, uh, such verses. as just the, the two that you cited, that talk about intuition. Or it's ne they don't necessarily refer to it specifically, but it's, ne oh, it's, it's a form. It's a form of, yeah, understanding. So, I mean, God comes to us in many different ways, right? Right, right. such as in visions and dreams. In visions and dreams, yes. So... From your perspective, is there anything wrong with having visions and dreams? As long as, obviously, they're not telling you to kill someone. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, visions and dreams, they come from God. You know, they come from, from uh, our soul. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes from our, our beliefs. And I like getting dreams because I get visits. I'm I just going to say that. I love, I love dreaming. Yeah, because I get visits from my loved ones. Yes, and absolutely. And my friends that have, that have passed on. And, and mm -hmm. so I like getting dreams and stuff. I can't imagine mm -hmm. going to sleep and not being able to dream. I know, right? Uh, I have very vivid dreams. You know, sometimes they're very intense, uh, very um, surreal types of dreams. And some of them are from my grandparents or other family members that may have passed away. And that, that happens all the time. And I, you know, that is a form of communication. Absolutely. I know that there's going to be a lot of therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists uh, that may say that, you know, that's just your mind, you're working through that. But no matter what, some of the things that's done in the in the dream, some of the things that, that they may say or tell you, or the feelings and sensations you you feel are very therapeutic in many ways, and sometimes they also help you. They're they're um, prophetic, and so they're oh, yeah, so they're they're foretelling some things or kind of giving you ideas about maybe upcoming danger, forewarning you. There's a lot of different reasons, but yes, I mean. And Sometimes ideals, I, yeah, ideals. Yes, yes, uh, lots of ideas, um, as well stem from some of these dreams. Uh, whether it, it necessarily have to be about like my grandmother that passed away, one of them, uh, like my mom's mom. But it, it, you just some of these that you see in your dreams, even though some people obviously have nightmares. I've had lots of nightmares. Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I mean that has always been something that um you know occasionally i may have that type of nightmare um which just means that it was just it did its job the movie did its job <laughs> it it scared the shit out but yeah there are so many other types of dreams and when i listen to some of the dreams that my clients tell me about um i know that some people have even more intense and vivid dreams and then some people, of course, they don't recall the dreams or they don't really feel like they're, they dream that often to recall them. But it, it, it opens up, it's a different dimension even within us 
to have these types of dreams. Right. And you, but here it is, all of humanity does this. And, and we need to do it in terms of health-wise, right, so that we could sleep. There, it, it's a process that we all go through. So that is a God-given human attribute. Nobody could deny that. And even even if I take some, even if I have to take a sleeping pill or something like that, or some kind of medication, um, for whatever reason, I still dream. Even if I'm sedated. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I, I have some thinking here. Is there such thing as as bad intuition? Well, or bad, or it's just bad choices. Right, so not everybody's intuition is going to be 100% accurate 100% of the time. Right. And that that can be a problem. But I think that most people, especially as they get into their 30s and 40s and you know, so on, they're able to navigate their intuition, those gut instincts. Um, there can be bad, bad intuitive mistakes. Absolutely. But sometimes you have to weigh you, those decisions against any facts that you might have as well. So, but also, you don't necessarily have to take action. So you may get some type of in, uh, intuitive feeling about something, but if you're able to hold off before making a decision and kind of look at any other um, facts that maybe you could pull on to make that decision to help you as well, that's always going to be the best route, of course. We're not saying that anyone should just, just because you feel a certain way, you know, follow that. And mm -hmm. But as you get older, hopefully you're in you, whatever situation you may find yourself in, you're able to pull on some other additional facts or information to help you along with that decision just the intuitive feeling per se because that sometimes those intuitive feelings especially when you're just meeting somebody uh, whether it be through business or friends or at the bar or restaurant or whatever you certainly don't want to be critical and judgmental and judge a book by its cover right right yeah because i mean there's been times that i've i've met many people and um, even with my intuition um, it's still difficult to, necess to, to necessarily tell if they're going to be genuine sometimes. Right, because you can be totally wrong. I, I, there's been times that I've been very wrong, yeah, and I've been surprised. So that's why, that's why I always, always wait to just, you know, recognize that you have that initial feeling, give it, a, give it a few minutes, give it some time, and see if how that feeling plays out. Because people surprise you. Or situations that surprise you. But I know, uh, talk, going back to dreams, a lot of dreams are um, prophetic, and they um, a lot of people have the premonitions, and I've heard over and over and over again by tons of my clients who have those dreams that their dreams came true um, mm -hmm. in some form or fashion. And sometimes it's uh, a year later, a few months later, a week later, but they, they do get those those types of visions. I myself have had them as well. Not as often as I would like to, but definitely often. Have you ever had one of those? It seems like it, but 
for me, it seems like it's more like deja vu than it is, mm-hmm. you know, things coming in the past. Like I've done it before or something, and maybe in some previous life. Or... No, I just want to touch this for just a second, uh, because down the road we'll have an episode about the whole idea of divination, right? But I play out a lot of scenarios in my mind. Now, another way to say that is daydreaming. <laughs> I do a lot of daydreaming. Do you, Have you daydreamed? I have daydreamed. You have daydreamed? Yes. I mean, it's fun to daydream. Not necessarily about what it would be like to win the lottery. I mean, that's always fun. Uh, or what it would be like to be with, you know, this really hot guy I might like or something. <laughs> but it's it's fun to daydream. And I... I find myself always playing out scenarios from maybe situations that I have been in or situations I know I'm going to potentially be in, uh, whether it be like uh, you know, potentially with my my ex or with clients or with my family or just you know, just making business decisions and seeing the business grow or something like that. I constantly play out those scenarios. And there's a specific term for it, which is called, because sometimes it could be detrimental, but it's called maladaptive daydreaming. And I know uh, we'll go into that later, but playing out scenarios is basically a form of divination. It is kind of divination in and of itself. But we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah, I didn't know that. But the but definitely, <clears throat> it still falls under uh, intuition. Now, intuition is not um, some skewed word out there like it's not as like some kind of just phenomenon we know that it exists and it's been around forever people just refer to it as different things um throughout the centuries so there's been a lot of research on intuition and even um our government the united states government has authorized programs to uh, study uh, like remote viewing and and obviously the uh, intuition but some uh, recent researchers, uh, one of them being a, ver- a very famous uh, psychologist, uh, Carl Jug, who worked with Sigmund Freud, um, he did a lot of work, uh, and of course, in psychology and psych- um, uh, analytical psychology and psychoanalysis with Sigmund Freud. Uh, but he also went deeper and worked on the the occult items or esoteric items right just the the secret knowledge items and i have several of his books so he did a lot of work on tarot cards as well um but that is one person that i would definitely recommend that people look up um his idea of intuition was perception via the consciousness and just from my own experience i would say that's absolutely that's absolutely right our consciousness our third eye our intuition it all is the same thing it all goes hand in hand there's another researcher uh, by the name of gary a klein Um, he was a researcher in new york uh, did naturalistic decision making he created something called um, recognition prime decision model uh, back in 1985 Um, and basically is making fast it basically means making decisions without having to uh, compare options so the RPD model is a blend of intuition analysis. So to him, it's like intuition 
equals feasible course of action. And the analysis part is a simulation scenario, right? Um, and review of that action. And that's a, that's kind of a different breakdown of, of intuition because that you could put clinical terms to it in these other types of terms like simulation or scenario because that's what it is. Intuition is just very fast, quick um, and uh, analyzation of yeah. what situation you're in at any point in time. But you could also just sit down, and this is where the daydreaming thing comes in later, just think about a situation or a person and their situation. You kind of put yourself in their, in their shoes and really become them and think about the actions, mm-hmm. uh, what can happen, how, how things might play out. Or in, another way of looking at that is meditation, right? You're just going into very deep thought process of analytics. You're meditating to see what type of um, images may come to you about a specific person or situation. Yeah, I used to date a lot in school. Yeah. <sighs> and sitting in the class, I'd, I'd zone out and daydream and without even knowing it, yeah, you don't even know that you're doing it. And if you, people come to you and be like, they'll snap their fingers like, hey, are you okay? They'll wave at you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just, you're spaced out. Your eyes are just like glassed over. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, there, there's so many different forms of intuition and it takes, um, it takes us into many different dimensions. But we all do it. It is there. Do you have some more of those proverbs, those verses? Yeah, I sure do. Um <clears throat> we have Psalm 30, 32, 8. Um, counsel, counsel you with eye upon you. Um, God promises to guide us in paths we should take. He communicates with us through intuition, gently leading us uh, by his spirit and his watchful eye. We have Isaiah thirty twenty one. And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. So God speaks to us through our intuition, guiding us in the right direction. When we listen attentively, we can discern his voice leading us on the right path. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that feeling in the pit of my stomach, Mm -hmm. that may very well be God talking to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, we have James 1, 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. So when we lack clarity and understanding, we can turn to God in prayer, seeking his wisdom. He is faithful to provide insight, intuitive discernment to those who earnestly seek him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I believe that. Um, so those are more scriptures there are throughout the Bible um, from Old Testament to New Testament you can find them you can find them um, through both through both yeah so obviously Deanna we consider ourselves mystic misfits right we're just misfits sometimes (laughs) Um, and we're misfits because we 
are just very different and in, you know, individually. And we both have our stories. There are a lot of other people, thousands of people out there, hundreds of thousands, millions that have similar stories, right? Everybody goes through their own trials and tribulations. Everybody has intuition, but not everybody fits in, right? Right. We, you know that you have not fit in. I know that I have not fit in. And we've chose spiritual paths, uh, spiritual careers, or they chose us. But that's, you know, that's the beauty of it is that we do fit in and God uses us in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Even in the Bible, they, God used many of the people. Moses, uh, he was used by mm-hmm. God and he had murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. Um we have the disciples. Some of the, uh, they were a one um, was tax collector. Mm-hmm. Uh, walks of life. Esther was mm-hmm. was you know she was in the harem. So God uses all of us, and we may not feel like we fit in, but we fit in. It's society that makes everyone feel like they don't belong because they're a little bit different, or they're or they done something that or they think another person didn't do or that they did that you know they judge people yeah i mean we live in this society that wants absolute conformity and i i just don't understand it because absolute conformity does not exist everybody is different right everybody thinks differently but the whole idea is to reach a consensus somewhere Right, and, and that's why I kind of I like the Bible because it, it, a sin is a sin. So just because you didn't do the same thing another person did, does not mean you're without fault. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't make another person feel like they don't fit in. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there are millions of people out there that make other people feel that way. That way, yeah. So many haters and detractors and religious zealots. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember if I said this in the first podcast, but that uh, one of the reasons why I chose chaplaincy was be- a chaplain accepts um, everyone from all walks of life, mm-hmm. regardless of, of their nationality, what they do for a living, what their religious beliefs are. Even if they don't believe we're, we're here to serve and that's what we do is we serve people, whether you believe, don't believe, whether you're a perfect person, whether you're not a perfect person, whether you're a murderer, even if you're an ex, uh, ex-felon, we're here to serve you no matter mm-hmm. who you are and what you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about chaplaincy. That's why I didn't want to be a, a pastor of a church or something like that, because it's like you have to believe their way or no way. Mm-hmm. And... That's that's really what it shouldn't be about. Jesus came, Jesus came to Earth and He served. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, what do you feel? Someone who's listening to this podcast right now who might be who might be gay or lesbian, or just straight, they might be heterosexual, and they still have their their intuition and they still have their um, their uh, their intuition helping guide them or something. They're into 
divination. They have very vivid dreams that end up coming true. Um, they are able to channel energy to heal people. Uh, but they feel like they're, they're freaks, that they're outcasts, that people might think that they're crazy. When we talk about intuition and we look at the, some of these verses in the Bible, what, what, should they, what should they take home? What's the main idea? They should follow. They should follow their gut. Mm-hmm. They should follow their gut, and pursue pursue whatever it is they think they ought to pursue. Because no one, you know, we like to we do like as a society to get advice from our friends and mm-hmm. our family members, mm-hmm. and but nobody can say for sure whether. If you do whatever it is you want to do, if it's the right thing or the wrong thing, you just have to follow through with it. And you can always say, shit, I should have done that. But right, absolutely. But you have, to fo- you have to pursue it. You have to pursue it and see where it leads. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I would say to that person. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do in life, every decision, every turn that we could make, left, right, go back in a circle, <laughs> do a 180, whatever it is, it all involves some sense of gambling, right? There's always a risk. There's always a risk in everything. Absolutely. Uh, there's a risk to wake up, walk out the door, go to your car, and you get carjacked. Or there could be a somebody who's intoxicated coming down the street and you know hit you before you even get in the car. Or if you're in a major city and you walk out the street to take, you know, a, you know, a, a taxi or something like that or Lyft or Uber, you may get hit by a bus. Who knows? There's always some risk, no matter what, just yeah. to be alive. There's a, you, you assume risk. Um, and that risk could even extend and just, that, I mean, that risk is all over the place, but obviously, if you're uh, even your decision to what degree to pursue in, in college, should I do a medical degree? Should I uh, do sports? Uh, should I uh, do a master's? Just all kinds of stuff. Should I take psychology versus business and economics? Should I do right. IT? Right. It, you're not going to know until 50 years down the road whether that was the right decision. Right. And that's that's kind of my point with the, the whole idea of the intuition. It's not Basically, everything that we do is, uh, every decision that we make, there's always going to be some type of risk associated with it, some type of gamble. Uh, it's be- it's best to follow that intuition mm-hmm. than to not follow it and then years down the line have regrets because you didn't you felt like you should have pursued something and you didn't exactly and, and you're full of regrets and that's the one thing that people would like to avoid I think is making or adding to their bag of regrets but Obviously, you're going to make decisions. You want to sometimes make calculated decisions, decisions based on maybe not just your intuition, but as many facts as possible. Uh, Try to mitigate loss. People do that all the time. And the thing is, if the intuition can help you be more aware, alert, even find those facts that you didn't even know existed, intuition can help you with that to help you make those uh, better, more accurate executive decisions. That's great. Uh, that's the whole idea. You just, you never know uh, what that intuition is going to, where it's going to take you and lead you. 
but I guess the other thing too, because we said earlier this is about reconciling it with your predisposed spiritual beliefs. What do we say to those people, those detractors that say that intuition, don't follow your intuition because it's the devil or it's a demon, it's Satan? I say don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Listen to your, listen to your gut. How are they the ones to know whether God is, or the Holy Spirit is speaking through you? Why should we let someone else dictate that to us? Because you can you can pick your Bible. If I'm not being told to kill someone, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not a demon. Yeah, you can pick your Bible up and research it. Research the, whatever the topic is or whatever the subject is that you're thinking about doing and see what the Bible says about it. There you go. People could do that as well. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Do you think that there's a lot of contradictions in the Bible about the whole um, intuitive aspect? Or do you think it's pretty clear? No, it's, it's, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. It's in all the verses mm-hmm. from Old Testament to New Testament. So Yeah. Oh, what would you recommend people look at, the Old Testament or New Testament? I would recommend them look at the New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit better to understand mm-hmm. uh, than the Old Testament because you get into Leviticus, they'll fry your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just how hard Leviticus is. Um, but you could also do, you could do Old Testament. You could do the Psalms. Mm-hmm. But New Testament, is much, it's, to me, it's much more easier to read and understand. And I know one of the uh, the verses that you just read used the word intuition in the verse, right? Mm-hmm. So is that, I guess that's because, <clears throat> you know, the word intuition did not exist, obviously, 2,000 years ago <laughs> or 1,500 years ago. So the New Testament is just putting words that we would understand and recognize. Right. So that's what that's about. But there are going to be other things that people... Uh, pull from in the Bible and read about mediumship and other things but what usually what most of that is referring to is the Old Testament right? It's referring to the Old Testament in particular um, when Saul went to a witch Mm -hmm. to uh, raise Samuel from the dead Mm -hmm. to get information from him. Mm -hmm. That is what they're talking about and that's, that's their number one example that that they use and it's from the Old Testament we don't go around seeking witches to raise people from dead no in all my years of doing this I have not found a pet cemetery um, or anyone that could raise someone from the dead outside of there's there's nothing in the Bible um, yeah that really uh, condemns mediumship or or someone having psychic abilities you know um i know a lot of the popular psychics uh you know that existed uh like kim russo teresa caputo they all believe in god Mm -hmm. they all believe in jesus christ and 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 god and 
You're children of the light. And any, the Bible says anything that's of the light, there can be no darkness in them. Well, amen to that, because that is exactly what I believe. And I think I mentioned that in the first podcast, but my, I believe emphatically in the Trinity. And I know that I can never turn my back on Jesus because he's appeared to me. Right. Um, and his father and the Holy Spirit and his mother. So I, um, again, just will say I believe emphatically. And I know that whatever I'm able to do for people, it is because they want me, meaning the Trinity wants me to do that for people. And that's what I do. Amen. So with that said, I would say um, everybody do your own research. There are a million books out there on spirituality, psychic ability, intuition, uh, channeling, mediumship. And there are a lot of well-known um, intuitives and psychic mediums out there. Uh, Kim Russo is one of them. Uh, John Edwards. Uh, uh, when we go back further in time, of course, Nostradamus, Edgar Casey, Helen uh, Blatsky. Um, and then going back even further, the Oracle of Delphi. I mean, there's just so many different um, historical intuitives, uh, people that would do the divination or fortune telling as they say that's been around forever for forever so if i think if god did not want us to be or have this type of skill set um we wouldn't be born with it right plain and it's just that simple right just like if god did not want gays and lesbians out there that exist on every continent in every ethnic background, every culture, we just wouldn't be born, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We are, the LGBTQ community exists um, in every form of human that is that has been born. So, oh, and it, it doesn't seem like it's stopping anytime soon. <laughs> and that brings up another point, too, that I just wanted to, to kind of mention. And I don't want to digress but and and if you want to talk if you, if you want to talk about this later in a different podcast we can but I find it fascinating that there are so many um, theologians out there and of course religious zealots that seem to think and believe that for some reason God, allowed only so many prophets to exist through a, um, up and through a certain point in time in history. And that was it. <laughs> that there shall be no more prophets. That, that God will not be able to come through any other person to speak or do something um, you know, very righteous for mankind. That whatever we have in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, whatever was recorded, whatever books have been discovered, that's it. There's no more. <laughs> I just find that to be so absurd. God is God. He will come through anybody at any point in time in history to say something or have them do something meaningful and, in and insightful. 
Right, especially if they're a willing soul. Absolutely. If they're if they're a willing vessel, you know, they're they're going to uh, they receive messages from God and they're going to do something helpful, not harmful. I just I just cannot understand these people that are just so close-minded like that. But maybe we should have that for another podcast. That could be another topic. I think so. Um, so I definitely, or we definitely want people to do their own research. And there are so many other um, things you could, uh, of course, research. Like I said, there's just uh, tons and tons of books out there. Um, and, of course, there's lots of, whether you want to study theology or not, uh, like Deanna has, You there are so many books that you could get on theology and uh, there's books about spiritualism and books about exorcisms as well I mean and and demons there are so many um, um, resources out there that you could read and uh, hopefully those resources will help you make and um, guide your decisions and on your own spiritual path and you're using your own intuition of course um, books about intuition or uh, again the psychic ability how to read tarot cards there's just so many out there um, and in my own personal library I have I have tons and there's books that just go into all different aspects of, of the intuition some of those those words that I read off earlier yeah. so um, just start googling check out half price books for example um, I would say uh, check us out for books but right now we're kind of low on books so we don't really have too many but check us out periodically <laughs> but again there's just so many books out there that you could uh that you could start uh looking up and and using those for research and then there's just a lot of books that also talk about some of the clinical research that has been has been conducted by researchers all over of course, the whole idea of metaphysics is considered a pseudoscience, and intuition is considered pseudoscience as well. But that is only because the things that they try to um, to study um, and then replicate, it's difficult to replicate. And that is because I think, and I've been thinking about that, why is it so difficult to replicate some of these experiments? And I think that's because even though we all have intuition, it's such a personal and unique gift, right? Because, again, because we are, each person is so unique. I think that is why it is so difficult to replicate. Yeah. Because of each individual um, and the uniqueness that we have. And there's only been um, a handful of people throughout history that have exceeded with their with their specific skill set, mm-hmm. some of the people I mentioned earlier, uh, Helen Blavatsky, and then uh, Edgar Casey, Nostradamus, um, and, you know, those are just a few of those people that historically we know that they just exceeded at their specific talents. Right, and and I, and I understand how that could be a big issue for a lot of people that want to use. Um, use the scientific method and replicate certain things and again it's just one of those things when you get uh, if you go to somebody like me you come to somebody like me to get a reading it's a very intimate and personal experience 
and that's what I would want people to know. What I'm able to see for you is not necessarily what I'm able to see even for your spouse or another family member or a friend. What I see for you is what I see for you, and you just take that as it's a very personal, intimate experience. All right. And just look at it that way. So with that said, we are at, oh, 46 minutes. So we definitely want you guys to join us uh, for our next podcast because we're going to, that podcast, the topic will be uh, more about dreams and visions. Correct. And um, this uh, this podcast, of course, is going to be released uh, by Wednesday. So uh, Wednesdays are usually our days now that we'll release a new podcast and Definitely check us out at mysticmisfits.net. You could, uh, from our website, you get information about uh, who we are and our backgrounds and then uh, information as to uh, further information as to what we do. But you could also click on the links to hear the podcast through Podbean or through Apple uh, Podcasts. And then later on we'll be on um, other platforms like Spotify and, and, um, and others. So if you guys have any questions, um, we would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear from the audience um, questions about Bible verses or things in the Bible or uh, just spiritual metaphysical things like more about divination and reading tarot cards or playing cards and stuff like that. Definitely send us an email. And then at some point we're going to probably open up to maybe like – doing like an online guest uh, or, or like a phone guest so you guys may even uh, we may even choose one of you to do that too so we definitely again just want to hear from you we do value your, your opinions but let me preface no hate you send us hate it'll just be deleted is there anything you want to add yeah no hate yeah, yeah, no, no hate. hate. No hate. <laughs> this is not about hate. This is just talking about personal experiences and um, you're trying to educate people about uh, their own unique spiritual uh, path that they're taking or they wish to take. So with that said, safe travels and many blessings. <laughs>